Hello, and thank you for joining us on this podcast episode of That's in the Bible. I'm Bob Pauline. How can we tell if God is speaking to us through a pastor? Thank you so much, Christina, for that very insightful question. And you know, we say insightful because, well, there might be some who have never been concerned with or uh, even thought to wonder if their pastor, their, their priest, their bishop, their minister, or whatever they call their preacher is actually preaching the true Word of God to them. And of course, on the flip side of that is the mentality, which is that, well, there doesn't even need to be a preacher in order to hear the Word of God. Dear friends, as we always do in this program and in every program produced by the Church of Christ, we will address these questions by reading the answers right here, recorded in the Holy Bible. And Christina's question of how can we tell if God is speaking to us through a pastor, it's actually, you know, perfectly aligned with the instruction to us from the apostles. And let's read one of those. And it's recorded in 1 John chapter 4, uh, verse 1. My dear friends, do not believe all who claim to have the Spirit, but test them to find out if the Spirit they have comes from God. For many false prophets have gone out everywhere. Now, according to what is written here, dear friends, we should not believe. We're instructed not to to believe just anyone who may be claiming to have the Spirit or uh, presents themselves as a messenger sent by God. Why? Because there are many false prophets, according to the Apostle John, many false prophets who have gone out into the world. Therefore, Christina, you are on the right track, or Christina has the proper frame of mind to ask that question. How can I tell? How can we tell, dear friends, or know even, if the one is sent by God or not? The Bible's instruction was clear. He said, test them to find out. So obviously, the next question that we have to pose together is, what's the test? And how do we test those who would be presenting themselves as a preacher or a spokesperson of God, a true preacher? But before we delve into the Bible's explanation of how to test the preacher to see if he's really sent by God, well, let's first understand why is it so important to do that? Why do we need to know that? Dear friends, because what would be the harm if one ended up listening to and following a preacher that is not sent by God? Maybe uh, many would think that, well, they're safe as long as they're holding, as long as they're reading from the Bible, that should be good enough. But listen to the response of the Holy Scriptures. This time in the, in the writings of Apostle Peter, 2 Peter 3, 16, he wrote, This is what he says in all his letters when he writes on the subject. There are some difficult things in his letters which ignorant And unstable people explain falsely, as they do with other passages of the Scriptures. So, they bring on their own 
destruction. So we can clearly see here, dear friends, that there are people who are explaining the passages of the scriptures, but doing so falsely. And although, you know, they might sound like, well, they know what they're saying. What did the Bible call them? The Bible calls them ignorant and stated here that they're bringing on their own destruction. So consider this. If the false preacher is headed to destruction, where do you think all those who listen, all those who follow him are also heading? Destruction too, of course. Exactly. That's why it's so vital to know if a preacher is truly sent by God. So, dear friends, what is the benefit of actually hearing a genuine preacher of God? Again, we go to the Bible for the answer. And this time it's recorded in in the book of Romans. In uh, Romans chapter uh, 10, in fact, uh, verses uh, 14 and uh, 15, it says this. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they are sent? So the benefit then of hearing a genuine preacher of God is, well, actually learning then how to properly call upon God. Notice the sequence of events that was recorded in these verses in the Bible that, uh, so that that could happen. First, one cannot properly call to God or have uh, his or her prayers heard by him if they don't believe in the biblical instructions that God established to be heard. Then next, there's no way that one would be able to believe in those biblical instructions if, in fact, they have never been taught those instructions. And one would not correctly be taught God's commands if they never encounter or hear a genuine preacher sent by God. Therefore, dear friends, finding a genuine preacher is the first step that one has to take in order to be able to call upon God. Again, that's why it's so vital to know if a preacher is truly from God or not. So, we should take notice that a genuine preacher has the authority from God to preach. It's not just their own proclamation, I'm a preacher. Why? Because God is the one who sends him. That's what we just read. And if one is not sent by God, he will not be able to correctly preach God's words. That's why the Bible says, and how shall they preach unless they are sent? So, now that we know the value of a true preacher sent by God, let's find out, well, how then are we going to be able to tell if one is true or not true? Well, What's the test? That only a true preacher, one who has the Spirit and is truly sent by God, what is the test that only he can pass? Well, listen to what's recorded here in the, in the Holy Scriptures, the writings of the prophet Isaiah 8, 
20 says, To the law and to the testimony, if they do not speak according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. Dear friends, the Bible clearly states that one has to speak according to the law and speak according to the testimony in order to prove that there is light or truth in him. This is the criteria that a preacher has to meet in order to, to prove or demonstrate that they are indeed sent by God to preach. So, what, what, what is that law mentioned here? What's the law and what is the testimony referred to here in the prophecy of Isaiah that will serve the evidence that a preacher is truly sent by God? Let's take a look at those two criteria. Let's find out first, what is the law that was uh, mentioned there? And how would a true preacher speak according to the law? Jesus Christ, of course, being an undisputed true preacher sent by God, well, he's the one who gives the answer. And, and he does so here in John chapter 7, verses 16, uh, 17, and 18. I quote, Jesus answered them and said, My doctrine is not mine, but his who sent me. If anyone wills to do his will, he shall know concerning the doctrine whether it is from God or whether I speak on my own authority. He who speaks from himself seeks his own glory, but he who seeks the glory of the one who sent him is true, and no unrighteousness is in him. Here, dear friends, Jesus himself explains that, well, we would be able to know who is true how? Concerning the doctrine or God's law. Jesus did not preach his own doctrine. Christ himself, of course, being a true preacher sent from God, spoke only according to God's law and not his own. And since, well, it's already known that God's laws and doctrines are written right here in the Holy Bible, then a true preacher sent by God to preach God's words will teach by reading God's words written here in the Bible. Then, if someone is preaching, claiming that, uh, well, what they're preaching is from the Bible, he must then read it to prove that he is speaking according to the law. If he, if, if he cannot read what he's preaching, then it's a clear sign that he's not speaking from God, but instead is speaking from himself. And of course then, this would prove that he's not sent by God to preach and would automatically then disqualify him from the test. In short, he fails the test. You know, there Although there are many preachers that are well-versed in the Bible, even if they could memorize it, you know, citing different biblical passages in their sermons. We have already learned very important truths. Number one, false preachers will also use the Bible, but will explain it falsely. That's, we read that from Apostle Peter. Number two, reading the Bible is not the only criteria of the test. 
Remember that one must speak according to the law and according to the testimony. That's what we read in Isaiah 8.20. So, let's find out now what is the testimony that a true preacher of God will speak according to. And we can read here in the book of uh, Revelation. Revelation 19.10 And I fell at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, See that you do not do that. I am your fellow servant and of your brethren who have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Dear friends, this is so important. The testimony that a true preacher from God will speak according to is the spirit prophecy, because God is the one who sends his messengers to preach. He is also the one then who validates them. And how does he do that? Through biblical prophecy. A true preacher sent by God would be able to speak according to the particular prophecy about him, which would testify that he is indeed from God. So let's take a look at this uh, a little bit deeper. Let's, let's look at uh, some examples of messengers sent by God to preach that spoke according to the biblical testimony of their authority. Let's take a look at three examples. Let's start with our Lord Jesus Christ himself. Well, one of God's own prophecies regarding his son, Jesus Christ, who we all know is the greatest messenger of all, we can read that testimony recorded here in the writings of prophet Isaiah 61, verse 1 and 2. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn. Dear friends, we should take notice in this verse that in this prophecy, there's no mention of the messenger's name. How would we know? How would we know whom then it's referring to? Who then will explain and speak according to the testimony of the messenger mentioned here? It will be that particular messenger himself. How did Jesus do that? How did he speak according to this prophecy that testified of his authority being sent by God? Here it is. It's recorded in uh, Luke chapter 4, verses 17 through 21. And he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, 
to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Then he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Jesus himself explained that he was, in fact, the one referred to in the prophecy. You know, dear friends, John the Baptist is another example of one sent by God to preach, and he spoke according to biblical testimony concerning his authority. What was God's prophecy regarding him? Let's read that as well. It's, it's also recorded in the writings of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 40, verse 3. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Notice again that the messenger's name is not mentioned. The one referred to as crying in the wilderness, it did not mention his specific name. But how did John the Baptist speak according to this testimony concerning him, him being sent by God? Let's, let's read that. It's uh, recorded in the, in the writings of, uh, of Apostle John, John chapter uh, 1, verses 19 through 23. Now this is the testimony of John. When the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? And he answered, No. Then they said to him, Who are you, that we may give an answer to those who sent us? What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. John the Baptist here, dear friends, he explained, he himself is the one that explained that, well, he was in fact the one referred to in the prophecy of Isaiah. That prophecy gave testimony of him. Another example of this is Apostle Paul. We can read another prophecy, and this prophecy is a testimony of Apostle Paul's authority. Let's read, let's read one more. Uh, one more testimony. This one, again, going back to the prophet Isaiah 49, verse 6. Indeed, he says, It is too small a thing that you should be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the preserved ones of Israel. I will also give you as a light to the Gentiles that you should be my salvation to the ends of the earth. By now, dear friends, we should notice God's policy. His policy when making a prophecy regarding a messenger he will send in the future. First of all, he does not include the name of the messenger. That's one. It is the messenger himself that will speak according to the testimony. How did Apostle Paul make known that he was God's messenger in Acts 13, 46 and 47, 
it's, it says this. Let's listen to the, to the Apostle Paul here. Then Paul and Barnabas grew bold and said, It was necessary that the word of God should be spoken to you first. But since you reject it and judge yourselves unworthy of everlasting life, behold, we turn to the Gentiles. For so the Lord has commanded us. I have set you as a light to the Gentiles, that you should be for salvation to the ends of the earth. As we can see here, dear friends, in these biblical examples, the messenger of God sent to preach his words not only speaks according to the law of God or the true doctrine, but also reveals the prophecy validating that God himself is the one that has really sent them. In this way, we would always be able to know who is actually sent by God. And who is just just claiming to be, because anyone can make the claim. Some might think, you know, that, well, but can't a false preacher just make a claim like that? Well, Apostle Paul made the claim, uh, uh, John the Baptist made the claim, Jesus made the claim. They re- but they, they read the testimony, they read the prophecy concerning them. The Bible verse, they, they could say that uh, uh, anyone could just claim to be a messenger of God. But how could then we know, how could we do the test, apply the test? If a preacher is speaking to the testimony or a biblical prophecy is really, truly about them. It's a very good question uh, that's, uh, that's posed there because the best one to answer that, first of all, it can't be us. It has to be Jesus himself because many people, in fact, did not even believe him even after he revealed the prophecy that he was a messenger sent by God. Let's take a look at what was recorded here in John chapter 5. John 5, 36. But I have a greater witness than John's, for the works which the Father has given me to finish, the very works that I do bear witness of me that the Father has sent me. This is so important, dear friends, because here Christ explains that it's the work being done or accomplished. If it's the same work that God gave in the prophecy, which proves then or bears witness that one is a messenger sent by God or that that one is fulfilling the prophecy. If they don't do the work contained in the prophecy, it can't be speaking about them. Being able to fulfill the work stated in the biblical prophecy is something that a false preacher will never be able to do. And that will reveal who is true, who is false. So as the apostle stated in the verse we read earlier, we should not believe just anyone who presents themselves as a preacher from God. What was the instruction? He said, Test them first. Because if one cannot read in the Bible what is the authority for they preaching, their preaching, if he cannot reveal the biblical prophecy that testifies of their authority as a messenger of God, if one has not accomplished the work stated in the prophecy, then that person, that 
preacher fails the test. And then, he's not sent by God, should not be listened to. He is a false preacher. One has no right to preach God's words unless God sends him to do so. But if we are fortunate enough to encounter the genuine preachers sent by God in connection with the fulfillment of biblical prophecy, we should pay very close attention to it, to every word that is preached. Why? Because God will make His will known through Him. This is what we should believe. This is what we believe also here inside the Church of Christ. Why? Because that's in the Bible. Please feel free to email your questions about the Bible, about salvation, to answers at incmedia.org. Make sure to like and subscribe to this podcast, That's in the Bible, and turn on your notifications for new episodes. I'm Brother Bob Pauline, and we hope you join us next time for more programming of the Iglesia Ni Cristo Church of Christ. To watch episodes of That's in the Bible, go to incmedia.org. Thanks again for listening. God bless.